Hey, I'd love to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, book signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Phil Strazula on the line. He's founder over at Select Software Reviews. Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, Adam. All right, Phil. So uh, excited to get into today's topic, uh, bootstrapping versus raising VC funds. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Select Software Reviews. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, sure. So this is a site dedicated to helping HR and recruiting teams find and buy the right software. Uh, as you probably know, as an entrepreneur, there are so many different options out there when you're looking at business software, and the recruiting and HR space is probably the most complicated. And so what I do is I just spend kind of all my day researching different vendors. I talk to practitioners, analysts, kind of the smartest people that I can find. And then I write up my research into actionable free online guides that anybody can uh, access to get tips on how to you know, improve the diversity at my company, how do I hire software engineers, all that stuff. So, Man, that's um, awesome. Yeah. And I understand that you just uh, joined the 1%, the Pledge 1%. Um, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's an organization that encourages companies at the get-go to pledge 1% of their profits every year to charitable causes as well as 1% of any proceeds you get from selling the company or taking it public. This sort of ethos, I think, was first popularized, at least to my knowledge, by Mark Benioff of Salesforce, who basically said, like, look, it's hard when you've got a billion-dollar company to pledge 1% of your proceeds. Mm -hmm. So you got to start early, um, even if it's 100 bucks your first year, to making a dent in the different areas of the world that you really care about. Man, that's awesome. I love to hear that. Um, so what are your type of, what's the ideal type of, um, you know, there's a lot of people listening right now and you're talking HR solutions, a lot of people that um, need that. What are the right types of fit in terms of clients or companies that you, you typically like working with? Yeah, so our research is for anybody from an individual recruiter to an entrepreneur who's trying to hire their first couple team members to a Fortune 500 company. It really just depends on kind of what solutions you're looking at, and we try to cover the gambit from artificial intelligence to the boring stuff like payroll. Mm. Let's um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get a little bit further into today's topic. So bootstrapping versus raising VC funds. Where do you want to start with that one? That's a hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's this whole resurgence of, like, bootstrap strapping as a mentality despite the explosion in venture capital dollars since their last recession. So I started my career off actually working for a venture capital firm, amazing experience. We got to back some entrepreneurs that built literally multi-billion dollar companies over the last decade. And I think for that very small percentage of companies, VC dollars is the rocket fuel that enables you to do what you otherwise would think would be impossible, build a $10 billion public company over the course of 10 years. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. Um, but I think for the most part, the VC money can actually 
lead to businesses imploding. Um, you can grow too fast in the wrong direction. Or what happens actually a lot more commonly is that you might get to $5 million of revenue, but if you've raised $50 million, your business is not going to be worth more than the capital that you've raised. And, and as a founder, you're going to spend 10 years building something and not see a dime from it. And so for me, the approach that I've taken as an entrepreneur with my two businesses is actually to bootstrap them. It's a little bit slower. It's a little bit more painful. But I find it to be a lot more fun, less pressure. And at the end of the day, you get to capture all of the economic outcome. You sort of rule out the $10 billion <laughs> sort of event. Mm-hmm. Um, but most companies are never going to get there anyways. And so for me, I always encourage most entrepreneurs to highly consider the bootstrap path, especially those that come from um, areas of the world like, you know, SoCal, where you are, NorCal, New York City, the Ivy League, et cetera, where a lot of your peers are seeking out this route, and they haven't been very thoughtful about it. They're just like, well, this is what you do when you start a company. You raise a million dollars from some venture capital firm, and that puts you on a path that's very hard to come back from. And so, I mean, and I, this is a hot topic, so I've heard, I've heard both sides of the story many times. And to me, one of the main things I think is important to think about whether you're going to take VC funds or not is whether you know what to do with the money, as stupid as that sounds. Like, I feel yeah. like some people have gotten some, 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 some capital that you're like, wait a minute, those founders did it. And also your, your experience as a founder, I mean, there's a lot of other things that go into that. And we sound, and because, as you mentioned, there's so much VC money out there that sometimes maybe things are allocated and, and, and to businesses that do ultimately implode, just like you said, because maybe the founder didn't have the right, the right vision for it or they weren't ready for it. Or they, like, can you talk about some of those things that would let somebody know that in your experience whether or not they may be ready for it or not? Yeah, and it, it sounds crazy, but you're so right. And, and yeah. a million or even $5 million can go very quickly when you've got a nice office space in a city that's expensive and a couple of high-paid engineers. So I think the time to raise money is when you're in a huge market, like multi-billion dollar revenue opportunity market, and you have found scalable ways of growing your business that requires capital. And so if you have three salespeople and they all are producing 3x their salary and all you need to do Mm -hmm. is get another 100 salespeople, well, of course, you're going to need money to do that because they're not going to be immediately on quota. So go raise the money. Or if you're selling something to consumers on Facebook and you're like, hey, for every thousand bucks, I make 1500, but it takes me 90 days to collect that 1500 bucks. So therefore, I've got like this cash crunch thing. Go raise a couple million bucks and put it into Facebook and, and make sure that, you know, along the way, you're still, mm-hmm. you still have that ratio. But those are the times when it makes so much sense to raise venture money. The only other time really is when you have something that's so technologically difficult and different that you need money to just get to the next step. And that would be something like developing a drug, um, developing really intense AI, different hardware applications, stuff like that. Um, But especially if, even if it's a software business, there are very few times when you're in a big enough market where you have the opportunity where you can deploy the capital and know that you're going to get it back in a pretty predictable manner. And that's when you should raise venture capital money. 
Oh, I love it. And you said, you, I mean, you, you put that very eloquently, and, and um, I'll, I'll put it less eloquently. I remember when I started this company, people were offering money, money based on some previous success I had and other things that were completely unrelated to media. And I was telling them, are you crazy? I don't I didn't even know how to spend your money if I wanted to. There's no way. You'll never get this back, and I'm not, you're not going to sink what my plan is. I said, not going to happen. I'll see you in like maybe five years when I realize and I know what I'm doing and I have a viable product that can actually do something but I was like man I couldn't believe it and so it, it for let's just say it may be a less experienced founder or somebody that has you know what I mean maybe not launched and failed in as many businesses as me and then had those you know bumps and bruises um, they wouldn't know they would have been like oh you're gonna have me half a million you're gonna have me a million you're gonna have me two. like you're like oh okay yeah let's do it <laughs> and, and that money would have been spent so fast like thinking exactly what you said oh we need an office oh we need this oh we need that right that money would have been spent so fast and like you said the, the money may I mean, may have I mean who knows uh, obviously we would we would like to think in in the perfect world I I would have stepped up to the plate I would have hired the right people like all these unknown variables right um, but the point was is that I didn't have that background or that that experience. So I'm picking on myself there for everybody listening, just to say it in a not, not quite as nice a way as Phil said it. Um, so Phil, um, love what you're doing, love your background, definitely love all the, all the advice you gave because you're, you're really spot on, you're a sharp guy. Um, that being said, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on your current business, on select software reviews because they want to learn more to do business, what's the best way for them to reach out? Totally. So if you want to check out the site, selectsoftwarereviews.com. If you want to connect with me personally, just search for Phil Strazula on LinkedIn. There's like three of us in the world, um, double <laughs> D, double L. You should probably be able to find me, and I'm, I'm always happy to connect and share my knowledge with people who are out there hustling trying to build a business. That's awesome, Phil. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. It's been great talking um, with you. Had a lot of fun. And to the audience, as I hope you had a lot of fun listening. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there. But I love, we'd love to hear your thoughts on, uh, on conversation and keep the conversation going over in the YouTube community. So don't let it end here. And Phil, thanks again for coming on the show.